This is Taiwan Plus on ICRT, your connection to stories that matter. Brought to you by the news team at TaiwanPlus.com. Welcome to Taiwan Plus News. I'm Ian Kavat. People across Taiwan were shaken awake early Wednesday by an earthquake and phone alerts warning them to seek nearby cover. The quake struck off the coast of Hualien, about 60 kilometers south of Hualien County Hall, causing panic and some damage. Louise Watt reports. In the early hours of Wednesday, shaking starts and three cats race out of the room. Their owner quickly sets down his bowl of noodles. Lights swung and terrified residents raced out of their homes. Taiwan's biggest earthquake so far this year hit at 1.41 a.m. off the coast of Hualien County at a depth of 30 kilometers and about 60 kilometers from the county hall. It was felt across Taiwan, with the intensity reaching 6 on a 7-point scale in Changbin Township in Taidong County. An 88-year-old resident there was rushed to the hospital after being hit in the head by falling debris. As the aftershocks kept coming, the hospital decided to treat patients outside. The tremors messed up convenience stores, cracked floors of homes, and damaged a shrimp farm. More than 100,000 prawns were swept away when pipes burst. A 10-ton boulder measuring almost two meters in height crashed onto Taiwan's coastal freeway. Rockfall debris covered other parts of the road as well, leading to the closure of southbound lanes. In southern Hualien, a streetlight snapped in half and the floor of a bridge under renovation collapsed. The roof of a rice factory also partially collapsed. Fortunately, no one was trapped inside. As people continue the clear-up, Taiwan's Central Weather Bureau says there could be aftershocks of more than 5.5 in the next three days. Klein Wong and Louise Watt for Taiwan Plus. Now, many Taiwanese think the country's military service is too short. That's according to a new survey carried out by the Taiwanese Public Opinion Foundation. Jaime Ocon has the details. These reservists are finishing what Taiwan is calling the toughest training in the country's history, all part of Taiwan's effort to bolster its combat readiness. But a new survey is revealing that many Taiwanese think that their military training needs improvement, particularly its mandatory service. At present, all nationals aged between 18 to 36 must serve in the military for four months. The survey, taken by the Taiwanese Public Opinion Foundation, said that 75% feel mandatory service should be lengthened to one year to help shore up the country's defenses against Chinese aggression. China, which sees Taiwan as a breakaway province, regularly breaches Taiwan's air defense zone and has not renounced the use of force to take the island. But as patriotic as most Taiwanese are, there are those who wouldn't want their call to duty extended. 
是为了那个国家的话，是一年是还好，但是个人的话会比较想要当四个月。Taiwan's military is also considering moving its best troops, the Sea Dragons, to Tamsui, an important port district in the capital. As Taiwan watches developments in the war in Ukraine unfold, it hopes that it can take lessons to strengthen its own defenses and prevent a similar attack from its authoritarian neighbor. Damon Lin and Jaime Ocon for Taiwan Plus. Russia's invasion of Ukraine and Taiwan's bid to join a major regional trade pact featured in discussions held by President Tsai Ing-wen and former Japanese Prime Minister Shinzo Abe. Taiwan launched its bid to join the Tokyo-led Comprehensive and Progressive Agreement for Trans-Pacific Partnership in September. The 30-minute virtual talk also addressed Russia's invasion of Ukraine. Tsai said that no such unilateral change to the international status quo should be allowed in the Indo-Pacific region. The meeting was organized by a Japanese parliamentary group that promotes ties with Taiwan's legislature. Abe stepped down as prime minister in 2020, but remains influential within Japan's ruling Liberal Democratic Party. Taiwan reported 97 COVID-19 cases on Wednesday, with two identified as local infections. Two delegates from Belize to the Smart City Summit Expo are among the imported patients. Taiwan's health minister has recalled all delegations in Taiwan under the expo's travel bubble for further checks. Other epidemic prevention regulations are also being amended. Following a cluster infection with six patients traced to a wedding banquet in Jai City, the Central Epidemic Command Center has banned wedding parties toasting at individual tables. Despite these new infections, the pandemic is largely under control in Taiwan, so the government is retiring its 1922 vaccination booking website system at the end of the month. The U.S. Food and Drug Administration has issued a warning on enoki mushrooms imported from central Taiwan after finding listeria, a bacteria that can cause fatal illness. The Jianghua Cooperative, where the mushrooms originated, has stopped selling the mushrooms while samples undergo testing. They claimed the mushrooms did not arrive in California until they expired and mostly likely became contaminated en route. Taiwan's FDA said the mushrooms found to contain listeria were all exported and none are being sold locally. Three employees of Taiwan Power Company, known as Tai Power, have been questioned over a blackout that left five million households in the dark earlier this month. It's believed that human error was responsible for the outage. Authorities are also investigating allegations that the power outage led to the death of an 80-year-old man in the southern city of Kaohsiung. Phil Wang reports. The bed left behind by the 80-year-old grandfather, who died on March 3rd, soon after a nationwide power outage. A city councillor read out a letter from the family who believed the power cut shortened his life. The family said the 80-years-old Wu was on a respirator and his oxygen generator lost power due to the blackout. Wu passed away just an hour into the power outage, which in some parts of the city lasted for nearly half a day. The family reported the incident to the Taiwan Power Company multiple times, but received no response. Kaohsiung Mayor Chen Chi Mai has raised the issue directly with Tai Power. Three Thai Power employees have already been found responsible for the blackout, and legal proceedings are underway. 
Patrick Chan and Phil Wang for Taiwan Plus. A search and rescue operation is underway after a Mongolian cargo ship sank off the coast of Taichung in central Taiwan. A Taiwanese crew member is still missing. All seven other on board, others on board who were Indonesian nationals, were lifted to safety by helicopters. They are all in stable condition. The ship sent out an emergency call on Tuesday afternoon. It was 48 nautical miles from Taiwan's coast. Animal protection groups have accused a safari park in northern Taiwan of mismanagement that has led to the premature deaths of eight giraffes over the past decade. The campaigners on Tuesday urged the government not to allow Leofu village in Shinzu County to import three more giraffes from Mexico. They say several giraffes have died at the park in the last 10 years, most of them under the age of 10, far below a giraffe's average lifespan of 27 years. Causes of death include infection, falling in poorly designed pens and ingesting a plastic bag. The park currently only has one remaining giraffe. Leofu village has not yet responded to the group's allegations. Authorities say they will carry out an on-site inspection of the park in the next few months. Russia's most prominent opposition figure, Alexei Navalny, has been convicted of fraud and contempt of court in a trial he says is politically motivated. The conviction carries a sentence of nine years in a maximum security prison. It replaces a sentence Navalny was already serving for violating conditions of parole handed down after an earlier conviction of embezzlement. Navalny has been in prison since he returned to Russia early last year. He had received medical care in Germany after a poisoning attempt on his life. The opposition leader has been a persistent thorn in the side of Russian President Vladimir Putin. Most recently, he's called for mass protests against Russia's invasion of Ukraine. Thank you for watching Taiwan Plus News. I'm Ian Kavat. For more stories from Taiwan and around the world, please download the Taiwan Plus app. Stay safe and see you next time. Thanks for listening to Taiwan Plus on ICRT. For more great stories from Taiwan and around the world, visit TaiwanPlus.com.